Alright, recording podcast. What's happening, everybody? This is Big John with the panic attack. You can follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. And remember to like, share, subscribe to this video and the podcast and the Rumble channel, all that good stuff. Let's talk the British monarchy today. You heard that right. So, God Save the Queen for the first time in 70 years is now the national anthem. Did I say that right? God Save the King is now the British national anthem. It is no longer God Save the Queen. said that as I was taking a drink of my water and it made me sound a little Darth Vader-ish. Maybe. I don't know. But, uh, so Queen Elizabeth, God rest her soul, passed away on Thursday in the year of our Lord 2022. I don't know what day that was, but someday, on a Thursday in the year 2022, uh, the blessed Blessed Queen of England uh, passed away. And British, the Brits have two weeks from the death of the Queen for mourning, to mourn the death of their beloved Queen. Uh, of course, this is the only Queen that I have ever known in my lifetime. And uh this is interesting uh this is world history we're witnessing uh i watched the funeral service the other day and uh it was it was a beautiful service but it was kind of a traditional uh a typical funeral service, I guess, is how you would say that. Uh, and today, this morning, Prince Charles was, uh, how do they say this? The proclamation of Prince Charles as King of England was made. And it's a very ceremonious situation. I'll be real, real frank with you. It uh, makes our presidential inauguration look bad. Uh, it, it, there's the King's Royal Guard here. Uh, they... They literally bend the knee, kind of like our dipshit 
congressmen and women uh, bent the knee to honor the, the martyr of George Floyd, if you can stomach such a thing. Um, but you don't see the Secret Service or the Presidential Marine Guard or anything like that getting down on one knee and uh, and bending the knee to the king. Um, this is just unreal to me. Unfathomable. You know, and the American... I'm sorry, I'm in here because I'm trying to skip through a YouTube video to get to a certain point for you guys. But, uh, you know, our constitution our constitutional republic is far, far different than the British monarchy. Uh, a, a constitutional monarchy where, you know, the kings and the queens have very limited powers and they're there for ceremonial reasons. But still, this is something, I, obviously, I've never seen in my lifetime. Um, other countries where they have kings and, and different things, you don't get to see the coronation of, say, the king of Saudi Arabia. Um, maybe it's broadcast out there somewhere. Uh, you don't see the coronation of the, the head of government of Iran. And I'm not just picking on Middle Eastern countries. But um, you don't see a big uh, hoot nanny for, let's say, the British Prime Minister even. Uh, and this morning, the British Parliament and the British House of Lords, they took their, uh, they each walked up, put their hand on a Bible and swore uh, allegiance to the King, King Charles III. Uh, there have been three King Charles before him. Uh, that's why he's King Charles III. Okay. Um, it, it's not like in America where, well, I guess they, they do, but it doesn't mean that his father was Charles and his father before him. Uh, it, like, you know, John Morrow Jr. and John Morrow III and shit like that. Uh, I don't want to get too far into that naming and numbering and all that, but still, um, it, this just blew, blows my mind. Uh, I guess we really haven't seen the, the state funeral for the queen yet. That will come in a day or two, I think. Not sure of the timeline. I'm trying to follow this as close as I can. But man. Well, let's listen to the proclamation of King Charles and uh let's see here. 
trumpets and cries of God save the king were heard as Charles III was proclaimed monarch during an elaborate ceremony at St. James Place. And no, that is not the St. James Place from Monopoly. Let's listen to the proclamation. This is pretty cool. Whereas it has pleased Almighty God to call to his mercy our late sovereign lady, Queen Elizabeth II, of blessed and glorious memory, by whose decease the crown of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland is solely and rightfully come to the Prince Charles Philip Arthur George. We, therefore, the Lords spiritual and temporal of this realm, and members of the House of Commons, together with other members of Her Late Majesty's Privy Council, and representatives of the realms and territories, aldermen and citizens of London and others, do now hereby, with one voice and consent of tongue and heart, publish and proclaim that the Prince Charles Philip Arthur George is now, by the death of our late sovereign of happy memory, become our only lawful and rightful liege lord, Charles III. By the grace of God, of the United Kingdom, of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, and of his other realms and territories, King, Head of the Commonwealth, Defender of the Faith, to whom we do acknowledge all faith and obedience with humble affection. Beseeching God, by whom kings and queens do reign, to bless his majesty with long and happy years to reign over us. Given at St. James's Palace this 10th day of September, in the year of our Lord, 2022. So now the Royal Guard is going through their real little uh, ceremony. These are like, this is the equivalent of the King's Secret Service. These are elite, well, more than the Secret Service because the Secret Service is not a military branch. These are an elite group of soldiers. In this video, they have uh, their rifles with bayonets mounted. They literally bowed down on one knee and pledged their loyalty to the king. And there's a lot to be asked. What kind of king is Charles going to be? Uh, you know, what will he do? What What is he going to, to do? Uh, there's a lot of mess to be cleaned up in the royal family right now. Um, Prince Andrew, his brother, uh, is, for all intents and purposes, in the eyes of the world, a pedophile. Even though he's not been convicted, I believe he's a pedophile. Uh, his victim 
Griff won a major lawsuit against him. And there's this whole Meghan Merkel and Prince Henry thing going on. Uh, you know, what, what are they, what are they doing? What, you know, they want to denounce the crown and live in the United States. <laughs> we want to send them back. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Uh, but, you know, what do these two idiots do for money? Charles, King Charles now, has basically made sure that his brother Andrew is uh, exiled from the family. Um, now maybe Andrew will be allowed to attend this state funeral, but it, he, he will, hell or high water, Charles is not going to let Andrew be king. <laughs> uh and I'm not sure how that would work if something were to happen to Charles, were he to die suddenly, how the ascension would go. If it goes to the next eldest son of the, the queen, or does it go to Charles's eldest son, which would be uh, who the hell is it? <laughs> Here, look here on Google. William. Duh. Prince William. Because Harry's on everybody's mind because he married a girl that grew up on the set of Married with Children. Uh, let's listen to this. This is something really awesome. Three cheers for the... That's where they bent the knee and put their guns on the ground. They're taking off their big bushy headdresses. Three cheers for His Majesty the King. put their big bushy hats back on. Three cheers for King Charles. Hip hip hooray. Hip hip hooray. Isn't that awesome? Do you imagine the United States Army <laughs> or the Secret Service uh, all coming out in, well, the Secret Service doesn't wear hats, so the 
the army coming out, removing their hats, and then holding their hats up over their heads and yelling, hip, hip, hooray for the President of the United States. Hell no, that wouldn't work. Uh, it just wouldn't. Um, and this monarch is not a tyrannical thing at all. Uh, people, you know, have different things to say and think and, and so on and so forth. Um, but it's ridiculous. Um, and of all the hated people in America, you know, Donald Trump was very close with the Queen. Uh, he wrote a very heartfelt sentiment and sent a statement out. Um, so there was a, a meme out. God knows we have to meme everything. But this was a pretty good one. Uh, it it sums up uh, in a way the Queen's reign in a serious manner, but then they throw something funny in at the end. So I'll share this one with you. Um, the Queen's reign saw six popes. A pope is a, uh, a, a lifetime appointment. So she outlived six, well, a couple of them resigned lately when they got too old to handle it. Six popes, 14 United States presidents, and 59 starting quarterbacks for the Cleveland Browns. So you get a little perspective there. I don't know if the 59 Cleveland Brown quarterbacks is historically accurate, but the, the other facts were... Uh, 14 U.S. presidents, six popes, and a lot of NFL quarterbacks for one of the, uh, anyways, for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, so she was married to uh, Philip Mothenbatten, Mountbatten. Philip Montbatten, former Prince of Greece and Denmark. Uh, their marriage lasted 73 years till his death in 2021. Uh, she had, of course, four children. Charles. Oh, then there's a, a sister, Anne. Then Prince Andrew, the pedophile. I think if there's a way, I think Charles will kick him out of or exile him from the family altogether. Uh, and then Pre Prince Edward. Uh, so her father died when she was 25 years old. Uh, became. she That was 1952. Her father died. She was 25 years old and became queen of seven independent Commonwealth countries. The United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa. Pakistan and uh, Sri Lanka, as well as the head of the Commonwealth, Elizabeth reigned as constitutional as a constitutional monarch through major political changes, such as the Troubles in Northern Ireland uh, that have that went on all the way up until the 1980s, when 
Um, I mean, I can remember the Irish Republican Army car bombing things when I was a little kid. Uh, then there was the uh, devolution of the United Kingdom, the decolonization of Africa, and the United Kingdom's ascension to the European communities and withdrawal from the European Union. Uh, the number of her uh, realms varied over time as territories gained independence. So uh, independence and became republics. Uh, her many historic visits and meetings include state visits to China in 1986, Russia in 1994, uh, and the Republic of Ireland in 2011, and also meetings with five popes. Uh, maybe she didn't meet the sixth one or one of them somewhere in there, uh, or maybe that meme's inaccurate. <laughs> um, significant events include Queen Elizabeth's coronation in 1953, the celebration of her silver, golden, Diamond and Platinum Jubilees, which uh, silver happened in 77, golden in 2002, diamond in 2012, and then this year was her Platinum Jubilee. Don't ask me what the hell a Jubilee is in British government, but I know it's a big deal. Uh, she was the longest-lived British monarch, second longest uh, sovereign reign in world history behind Louis XIV of France. She faced occasional Republican, that's not like Republican and Democrat in the United States, occasional Republican sentiment and media criticism of her family, particularly the breakdown of her children's marriages, uh, her annus, Annus Corbius in 1992. Let's see what the hell that means. Annus Horbius. Trophy, I know. Alright, well, you can look that up for yourself. <laughs> uh, in 1992, the death of her former daughter in law, Princess Diana of Wales. Uh, no comment. Uh, 1997. Uh, a few weeks ago, they marked the 25th anniversary of, uh, or I should say, I shouldn't say they, two or three weeks ago, marked the 25th anniversary of the death of Princess Diana. Um, it, a week later, marked the death of uh, Mother Teresa. And it always struck me, a friend of mine in college said, well, you know, here's how things work in Christianity. And this is a side story from the whole British monarchy thing. It's just a story I remember. But Princess Diana was the greatest here on earth, right? She got all the fame, the glory, uh, all those things that we think are important here on earth. 
Mother Teresa did as much good or more for people around her than Princess Diana. And here on earth, Mother Teresa was humble. She was down to earth. She didn't receive the adoration that Princess Diana did. I, ha I have the copy of People magazine from that week. And the big cover picture is Princess Diana's face. And up in the corner, there's this little tiny picture of Mother Teresa. And my buddy was saying, you know, those that are greatest here on earth will be last in heaven. And those who are least on earth will be first in heaven. And Mother Teresa, who did so much good for the world, was considered last on earth behind Princess Diana. But because Mother Teresa was a more humble person, maybe she would be first in heaven. Uh, you probably don't like me saying that, but I'm not here to tell you what you like. <laughs> this is about what I like. So, uh, this article says, however, support for the monarchy in the United Kingdom remained consistently high, as did her personal popularity. She died at age 96 in Balmoral Castle, uh, Aberdeenshire, and was su succeeded by her eldest son, Charles III. So, I remember seeing a article, a picture. Here's a picture of little Queen, little Queenie as a baby on Time magazine back in the olden days. Her father was Prince Albert, later King George the Sixth. Her grandfather, uh, her paternal grandfather was George V. Uh, she was baptized by the angelic Archbishop of Europe, Cosmo Gordon Lang, uh, in the private chapel at Buckingham Palace. And by the way, Britain is, it's a, a, a Protestant family. The, the royals are Protestant, but it, it is a secular society, a, sec, a secular nation. There is no more official religion of the nation, like back when the pilgrims left. Uh, so during World War II, Princess Elizabeth, well, princesses, princesses, Elizabeth and Margaret should be evacuated to Canada and avoid the frequent aerial bombings of London by the Luftwaffe, that's the German Air Force. This was rejected by their mother, who declared, the children won't go without me. 
I won't leave without the king, and the king will never leave. The princesses stayed at Balmoral Castle, Scotland, until Christmas 1939, when they were moved to uh, Sandringham House in Norfolk. February 1940, they lived at Royal Lodge, Windsor, until moving to Windsor Castle, where they lived most of the next five years. Uh, at Windsor, the princess staged uh, pantomimes at Christmas in aid of the Queen's Wool Fund, which bought yarn to knit garments uh, into or yarn to knit into military garments. 1940, 14-year-old Elizabeth made her first radio broadcast during children's hour addressing other children who had been evacuated from the cities. She stated, we are trying to do all we can to help our gallant soldiers, sailors, and airmen. We are trying to, to we are trying to, to bear our own share of the danger together, danger and sadness of war. We know every one of us that the end will be well. Uh, so she took her first solo public appearance to visit the Grandier Guards, of which she had been appointed colonel in the previous year. <laughs> As she approached her 18th, <coughs> excuse me, 18th birthday, Parliament changed the law so she could act as one of the five counselors of state in the event her father's incapacity or absence abroad, such as his visit to Italy in 1944. Uh, 1945, she's appointed honorary second uh, subtle term, term in the Auxiliary Territorial Service under the service number of 230873, she trained as a driver and mechanic and was given the rank of honorary junior commander, the female equivalent of captain at the time, five months later. So old, old Queen Liz learned to drive trucks, ambulances, uh, vehicles, and was a, and learned to be a mechanic back in World War II. Obviously, she did not see any frontline combat, but still, driving a truck back in those days, driving any vehicle, okay, most things were uh, standard shift. What does that mean? Because you probably don't know. That means you had to shift gears yourself. There was no automatic transmission. There was also no power steering. So turning the steering wheel was quite the chore. So these women that joined up in the military and, and flew planes and drove trucks and things like that were doing manly man work. Uh, Things we take for granted today, they did not have back then. Try turning the steering wheel of an older vehicle with no power steering 
and lots of luck. Uh, try driving, if you can find one, a car with a, a stick shift. And it was a hundred times more difficult back in the 1940s to shift gears than it is, let's say, in the 2000s or 90s. I don't know how far back you have to go to find a, a stick shift automobile, uh, but it's not easy. And it was even harder to drive uh, back in the day. Uh, of course, the liberals have their uh, mocking and memes and things of that nature. You would think it'd be us evil conservatives, but no. Your liberal Democrat friends, we're all over this one, uh, talking about uh, how the queen raised five pedophile children, which that's not true. The only one that is Prince Andrew that we know of, obviously, uh, she also said, oh, she was a loyal wife to her cousin. <laughs> Lovely uh, Democrats. Well, these people are beyond Democrats. But anyway, uh, a Dr. Marsha M. Jackson, who I never heard of until this, but Jack Posobiec posted this uh, tweet from her. Dr. Mar Jen, Dr. Jem M, Jen M. Jackson, damn it. <laughs> Jen M. Jackson. The Brits get two weeks off to mourn because the Queen died. When have black folks gotten a chance to mourn? Anybody? Question mark. That's disrespect. Uh, everybody gets a time to mourn when family member dies. Uh, I don't know what they're talking about. What is she talking about? <laughs> Jack Posobiec responded with, George Floyd had four full funerals. Several cities were ritually burned in his memory, and the ceremonial revenge murders still drag on. So I don't know what the hell this doc, what she's a doctor of, but Jen M. Jackson, I have no clue what you're talking about. Um, but nice way to, uh, you know, that's the world today. I mean, we've got so many ways to spout our big blubber mouths off like I'm doing right now. But I'm fascinated with the ceremony and circumst the circumstance, the, the pomp and circumstance, if you will, of this change of powers in Great Britain. Uh, because I've never seen anything like it, obviously. This is the only queen they've had in my lifetime. And, um, you know, the, the British have a different way of changing powers and this was fascinating to me to watch all of this take place 
um, the royal wedding of Meghan and Prince Harry, uh, I thought was phenomenal. Uh, and we all had big, <laughs> big misguided hopes for the American princess, uh, as they called her that morning. Uh, the girl that grew up on the set of the famed American television show, Married with Children, uh, and constantly talks about being 10% uh, African American and, and things like that. Uh, nobody cares, Megan. You're, you're a hot chick married to a prince. Enjoy your cushy life. But, uh, yeah, it was questioned whether or not Harry and Meghan would be uh, allowed at the royal funeral. Uh, I thought the Queen was quite gracious to her. Uh, the Queen was smiling throughout their wedding. Uh, pr then Prince Charles, now King Charles, walked Meghan down the aisle uh, because her father was ill and couldn't be there. But I thought this was, you know, they, they welcomed her into the family and then they turned this cool dude, their son, into a douche. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, it, that is what it is. A woman will change a man. But back to the queen. Um, you know, for somebody that really doesn't have a lot of authority in Britain... You know, they say, well, she can dissolve the parliament. And, well, now the king can dissolve the parliament. But, truthfully, what happens is the prime minister comes to the king or queen and says, uh, I've had, you know, a vote of no confidence. We need to hold new elections. And then the process starts where the queen or king now would dissolve the parliament, and they would hold new elections uh, nationally. Uh, kings and queens are never elected. Charles will be king until he dies or can no longer be the king. Uh, basically till his death. And then, you know, we'll have what king... Just said it. Now I forgot it already. Then we'll have King William. I don't know. Where they would go from there. Not an expert on British royalty. But. Uh, this is pretty awesome. Not that she's dead. I mean that that's sad. Duh, I'm not an asshole. But just watching the ceremony and circumstance today. Of you know the king being brought in and seeing, you know, this guy that I've always watched walk around in a business suit now with a crown, uh, man, it's just amazing to see all of this take place. Um, you know, just amazing, mind-boggling stuff. Um, living through a part of history now and a new history will be written with King Charles the third so good luck 
King. God rest ye queen. And we'll see y'all next time on Americana, the American way. Uh, or fucking, I messed up the name of my podcast. <laughs> the panic attack with Big John. Uh, love on somebody today and be the reason somebody feels loved.